having a baby. That's it. That's the sentence. Uh, I mean, phrase. And especially if you're a first-time dad, it's one heck of a phrase. And while I would like to leave it at that, there's a lot more to it than having a baby. Many parents find themselves in analysis paralysis when they start getting into the details of prepping for a baby. Today, we're talking about those things, those prepped items, those lists, as you will. As always, you can join the conversation over at dadscry2.substack.com. But fear not. These tips for the first time and new dads are going to have you heading toward pro dad land in no time. I'm here to just give a list of new dad tips as an intro to the kind of research you might find yourself doing as you prepare for a baby. It's been about almost three years since I've had to do this, but I figured this is a great place to start because as the journey continues, this kind of comes far removed from your brain and having this fresh in your memory now, if you're on starting the journey of being a, a parent for the first time, it's good to have. One thing I want to let you know right off the bat is that Every baby is unique and different in their own way. There's no definitive guide on how to be a dad because everyone gets to shape what being a dad looks like for themselves. The point of this list, the point of this conversation today, is to serve as an example of what has worked for some of us in the past. Don't sweat checking everything off and on this list religiously. Just take the things you like and leave the rest. This podcast is humbly sponsored by BetterHelp. As a holistic health coach turned mental health advocate, I know the importance of finding the right support. Why? Because I've been battling anxiety and depression for over 10 years, and I know I'm not the only one who struggles with their mental health. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen. Talk to your therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. All you do is just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you're matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. I say this all not as someone telling you to simply click on another sponsor, but as someone who's been seeing a better health therapist for the past year. I've never felt more valued, respected, and full of hope for my mental clarity than I do with each passing session with my therapist. Join the 3 million plus people, that plus being me, who have taken charge of their mental health when experience better health therapists. As a special bonus offer to listeners, you get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash fragile moments. That's betterhelp.com slash fragile moments. Remember, just because you need help doesn't mean you're not worth helping. The first one, do your research. And do your research early. And by early, I don't mean the week before you're expecting your first child. If you're listening to this podcast right now and this list of tips for expectant dads, you're off to a great start. If you aren't expecting farther, there are a lot of great resources out there for you to prepare yourself for taking care of your baby. If clicking through links isn't your jam, then that makes two of us. And that's why I made Dads Cry too. So 
you wouldn't have to bookmark a million pages to get all-encompassing information on the journey of parenthood, especially from the dad's perspective. Think of this as an in-depth course on how to take care of your kiddo, backed with research from the pros, tested by real dads and moms, and filled with helpful resources. If you're more of the I-need-to-read-massive-amounts-of-information-to-feel-safe type, check out my comprehensive guide to baby prep or list of books for expecting dads over at Dads Cry 2 on Substack. The second one, get through the first trimester. Read up on pregnancy. No, you're not the one pregnant, but understanding what's going on is a huge step in helping yourself mentally prepare as well as support your loved one. This is a delicate time in the pregnancy. It's best to hold off on posting on social media about the news for now and instead focus on setting up your first appointments with an OBGYN clinic or reviewing the health and safety guidelines for pregnancy. This is a great time to start gathering information and doing preliminary research on a few things. No need to go crazy just yet, but creating a basic plan is fairly low stress and will help you in the long run. Number three, decide where to spend the money. You'll be greeted with a ton of price tags when doing your preliminary research for baby prep. Babies are expensive, which you no doubt know by now, but worth every penny if you're spending money on the right stuff. The main things you should invest in are cleaning slash diapering your baby, safe sleep options, feeding, and moving your baby. Going along with reading up on pregnancy is number four. Be there for your partner. As an expecting father, your partner is pregnant, and it can be easy to feel like there's not much you can do to be a part of this whole baby thing yet. And you're going to feel that way for a little while. But pause. Think. The first step is getting through the trimester, first trimester, as I said. You'll learn a lot about each other throughout this process and may end up changing your relationship. And it's okay and common for dynamics to change, but it's also important to stay in tune with one another as you go through these changes. Remember, during this time, your partner is going through a lot. This is true even if your partner isn't the one who's pregnant, by the way. Couples who are adopting or using a surrogate should think about this too. So be there for them. Go above and beyond. Surprise them with something nice. Number five, and I know it's going to sound very cliche, but sleep. You better get every wink of sleep you can now because your nights aren't going to get easier when the new baby arrives. And more importantly, you're not going to be able to sustain the routine you have, which means you can't watch your favorite TV show until midnight and be prepared to fully function the next day anymore. It goes without saying that sleep is without a doubt one of the most important things you can master as an expecting parent. And there are ways to find healthy sleeping schedules for your baby. It's reasonable to expect nights with little to no sleep. It happens. Don't let yourself fall into unending sleeplessness, though, for everyone's sake, not just yours. So read up on how to get a good schedule for your baby, and trust me, it will pay back in dividends. Number six, build dad joke repertoire. Dad jokes come naturally for some, but not for others. Nobody's going to know if you're browsing a dad joke subreddit at midnight. Don't worry. I won't tell anyone. Number seven, discuss feeding options with your partner. 
And I know this is another one that sounds like it doesn't really matter to you as a dad or isn't as important, but trust me, it is. Breastfeeding isn't a given for everyone. If you're adopting or maybe don't have access to breast milk, then formula is going to be the option for you. Even if breastfeeding is an option, it's something you should discuss with your partner. Never, ever assume. Even if breastfeeding is the option you and your partner have chosen, there are times when it can become difficult to keep supply and demand even. Baby formula can be a lifesaver, and there's no reason to feel any guilt or shame in feeding your baby formula. If you're looking for more on breastfeeding, the CDC has a nice list of frequently asked questions. Yeah, it might be hard to remember. They do other things than deal with pandemics. And there's a fantastic blog to check out called Milk Trunk, and it provides interesting viewpoints for many types of parents. I'll tag it in the show notes for you to easily find. Number eight, prepare for cleaning your baby. Keeping your baby clean is keeping your baby healthy. Say that to yourself as many times as you need to when things get sticky. And yes, pun was intended. Diapers, boogie wipes, snot suckers, and bottom wash are all things that have been tried and tested and are super important. Number nine, prepare for moving your baby. You're going to have to take your baby on the move. It's going to be scary at first. I'm looking at you driving home from the hospital. Moving precious cargo is a great investment and will serve you well to get acquainted with the gear early on. So don't be a dad in the sense that you don't need to read directions. You'll figure it out when you get there. Your brain will not function or want to function on how to attach the car seat or even open up the stroller. You're going to want to know how to do these things with your eyes closed before baby comes. Number 10, things to not worry about. There's definitive list out there of things you should not buy. A crib bumper. See the American Academy of Pediatrics for that one. A stuffed animal for sleepy time. I know, I know. Buy one. Just keep it on the shelf for now. A blanket. Anything that promotes co-sleeping. A copious amount of toys. A baby-proofing stuff. There's extensive research on safe sleeping habits, and part of that is keeping the crib free of anything that can cover your baby. As far as toys and baby-proofing stuff, you won't need that for quite some time. Infants typically don't crawl or play with toys. Most of the time, they're going to be happy being held or propped up and looking at your cute face. Here we are, halfway through this list. And number 11, power through the second trimester. You made it to the second trimester, and that's something you should pat yourself on the back. Now is the time most couples start telling people about their baby because the risk factor is lower now. So it's a good idea to start getting more in-depth with your research and defining things like daycares and pediatricians. Things like this will take way longer than you think. So they're not good candidates for procrastination. Number 12, start healthy habits. Habits, as you know, take time to build. And you being healthy as a new dad can be super important for your baby. The healthier you are, the more energy you'll have to devote to your baby. You don't need to go vegan. You don't need to spend five days at the gym or start exercising with a fitness group three days a week at 5 a.m. That's just madness. Do little things that make you feel good. Look after yourself and your partner because little things will one day pass down to your kids. And trust me, healthy kids are happy kids. 
Number 13, share responsibility and divvy things up. Being a great dad starts way before the kid is born. If your partner is pregnant, then it's probably setting in that there's a literal human being grown in front of your eyes. Give your partner some slack. Help them out with things. Co-parenting is a powerful tool and a great example of creating something greater than the sum of the separate effects. It's like synergy or something like that, right? Divvying up tasks can help you feel more included and get you on the right track for co-parenting while you wait for the big day. Number 14, read what your partner sends and consider an online parenting class. Your partner is likely staying up late reading material about how to parent as well. If they send you stuff, you probably should read it. Because being on the same page when it comes to preparation, it's a great idea. Don't be afraid to send them stuff to read too. And while reading is great, consider online parenting classes. Courses that use video can be a great way to learn skills like diaper changing, knowledge, figure out some of that gear, and way more. Number 15, go to the doctor's appointments with your partner. I can't tell you how many times I'd show up to one of our first appointments when my wife and I were pregnant and the mother was all alone. And of course, there's going to be scheduling conflicts sometimes, but trying to make it to the doctor's appointments leading up to birth is a great way to show support for your partner. You'll also learn a lot about the process from going to the appointments, and you're going to be more prepared because of it. The OB's office is an amazing resource to ask questions as well and get info from, so don't be shy to ask questions. And don't feel silly asking questions that you think you should already know the answer to. I want to stop here with number 16. Pause. You've got this. Take a minute for yourself. It's easy to get overwhelmed preparing for your baby, so stay in tune with yourself and make sure you reach out if you need support. If you don't know where to turn, hit me up in the comments, find me on social, or check out uh, an online community for dads. Whatever it may be, make sure that you take a second to breathe. Maybe you've convinced yourself that this is all going to be easy and you don't need to pause. That's probably a sign that you do. All right, let's keep going. Number 17, talk and sing to your baby. My baby isn't born yet, though. Yeah, I know. Singing and talking to your baby while it's still in the womb can be super powerful. There's actually a whole host of research showing that it can lead to a happier baby, but I believe it can lead to happier you, too. It's about taking time out of your day to be with your baby from the beginning and strengthening that bond. It's going to make things easier for you now to read or sing what you and your partner want to before the baby is born. It won't feel so awkward if you get it out of the way. So keep on doing you with those soapy romance novels that are your go-to. Your baby's not going to know. But the point is to have a conversation and really get comfortable with talking to a little human being. Guess what? If you're adopting then you will still have a strong bond with a happy child, I promise. Spending time doing research, reading, and preparing for your baby can accomplish the same thing. Number 18, practice what I like to call the snack mix shuffle. You know that thing dads do when they have peanuts or like check mix in their hand and they shuffle it back and forth? Yeah, do that now, because apparently 
all do dads do that for some reason. Number 19, read up on your picture video taking skills. You're no doubt going to take a million pictures of your baby. Take videos too. You'll be shocked how fast the years go by and how hard it is to remember what your three-year-old was like at 18 months old. You're not going to regret having a stock video library. It's also, though, important to live in the moment and put the devices down every once in a while. Just soak up the experience as much as you can. There was something I read long ago in our pregnancy about taking pictures for your child when it came to posting it and putting it on social media. And it was a really helpful reminder for myself that while it's cute to take a bunch of pictures, your child doesn't know that's what you're doing and your child doesn't know what you're posting. So instead of getting caught up in the fact that you need to share whatever you need to share online, find that one moment, take a picture of that moment and put your phone down and leave it at just that. You're not a professional photographer. You're a parent in this moment. Now's a great time to learn the power user features on your phone, for example, or camera. Upping your picture and video game will lead to priceless memories captured forever. That being said, turn that phone iPhone sideways if you're going to take a video. It's just good etiquette. All right, back to the important stuff, right? Number 20, select a pediatrician. You should decide what type of doctor you want, first of all. MD, nurse practitioner, physician's assistant, and then utilize resources like your primary care doctor or Google to see who is highly rated in your area. Check for board certification, FAAP, AAP, or ABP. Insurance options, proximity to your home, office hours, whether they're accepting new patients, and see if you can interview them. Because... Letting yourself know how they're going to engage with you before a baby comes is going to be super handy because you want to know that they're interested not only in your child and their growth physically, but also developmentally. And at the same time, how you're doing there, mom and dad. Number 21, organize your living space. Having a baby at the very least means changing your sleeping habits. When you have less sleep, things around you become more difficult. So having an organized living space can ease, ease a daily task. If you're an organized human being like me, then you're, you will avoid midday tantrums when you're looking for that darn monitor unit or favorite home team pillow that you swore you just placed on the coffee table a minute ago. Though, let's be honest, your wife probably hid the pillow. Organization requires building good habits, and good habits start right now, early. Number 22, acquire useless knowledge. One of the beauties of being a dad is using acquired useless trivia from your life at any given moment to befuddle your child one day. The how do you even know that are totally worth it. Number 23, wait out the third trimester. Things are probably starting to get real now. You're more than two thirds of the pregnancy stage and the due date is approaching rapidly. Now is a great time to start hammering out the little details and printing out checklists for when the baby is born. Do future you a favor and put in the hard work right now. Number 24, discuss the boring but important admin, admin details. Things like health insurance, life insurance, wills, employer benefits, and certificates are all things that are worth paying attention to. Discussing what you're going to do for each of these items with your partner 
It's going to be a super drag, but doing so can save a lot of hassle down the line. You don't want to assume anything with insurance companies. It's just not good practice. Figure out what your plan will look like once you add a baby onto it. Then you can adjust your other pieces of your financial pie accordingly. Planning and staying on top of things is draining, but by planning and discussing, it's going to make it easier. The hardest part, though, is starting. Number 25, and this is a big one. What parent do you want to be? My advice for new dads is to have a conversation with yourself about this. Look at yourself in the mirror, write yourself uh, a journal entry, whatever the case may be. Reflect on your own childhood. What do you want to do that you think your parents did a good job of? What things are you going to change? Being an awesome dad is something you have control over. So will you choose to take up that role? And take this seriously, but not so seriously that you freak yourself out. Remember, if you're the kind of guy that's listening to this podcast, that means you care. That's a huge head start. Number 26, that baby bag for the hospital. Things like phone chargers, clothes for you, clothes for your baby, reading material, caffeine, trust me, hospital coffee, not so great. And if there is a Starbucks there and you're banking on that, it's probably not going to be open at 3 a.m. when your baby is born and you need it the most. Snacks, camera, list of names, comfortable pillow are all great things to bring to the hospital. Whatever you can do to make your trip to the hospital as smooth as possible. Number 27, your baby is here and now you get to go home. First off, congratulations, right? Now, get out of that hospital and go home to your baby-ready household. Remember, don't sweat the rubber pad, rubber pads on everything at this point. Your baby won't be on the move for quite some time. I'm talking about making sure your house has smoke and carbon monoxide detectors, fire extinguishers, a safe sleeping environment for your baby. A safe sleeping environment for your infant should be in the room you sleep in, but not in the same bed, for at least the first six months. If you need to check out why, visit the American Academy of Pediatrics. Number 28. Learn the cues. Remember, baby talk is actually manly, and if you need to know, it's probably sexy too. You can continue talking and singing to your baby to build that relationship with. But you'll notice that in a couple months' time, they start talking back. Their way of talking is obviously going to be different than what you're used to. It's okay to be confused at first. We all are. But learning your baby's cues is something that will come with spending time with your baby. In the end, you'll have a PhD in your own baby's language by the time they're babbling in English. Just give it some time. One more thing. Bring on that baby talk voice. You might find this comes a whole lot more naturally than you expect. I know I sure did. And you're going to feel like it's awkward at first. If you're not, you'll be a baby talk pro in no time. Don't be afraid to get goofy. Here's a secret. Your wife, husband, or partner will probably find it sexy to, to, as hell to see you getting all goofy with your little one. It means you're an awesome caregiver. And that, my friend, is awesome in and of itself. Number 29. When babies are first born, they don't do much. That's okay, though, because you can still do things to present with your baby. Talking, singing, reading are all things that will enrich the baby's life. Plus, it can help strengthen your bond. Look, you're going to have moments when you hop on your phone and check the score of the game or the latest Slack alert from work. Don't beat yourself up about it. But remember what I said. Even when the days and nights are dragging, those years will slip by in a moment. 
So hang with your baby, toddler, little kid, big kid, teenager, whoever it is. And last, number 30, learn to brag. By this point, you're off to an awesome start. So I think you're about ready to transition into the obnoxious social media parent that brags about how awesome their child is. Or not. Maybe for you, it's your family's text message thread. Sending your partner a cute selfie of you and the baby while she or he is at work. You do you. I know for me, as I mentioned when we were talking about taking pictures, I didn't need to share a thousand pictures. That's just not who I am. And I also didn't want to do that to our child. That years and years down the line, they have these baby pictures that they really didn't feel comfortable with me posting. So there were one or two here and there just so people could check in. But after that, it's just my family that got pictures. It was just my wife and I that got to enjoy them at the end of the day. Or put on to a Google photo album and have those pictures run at home on a screen all day. And also, you be sure to get some ground rules with your partner about what's inbounds and off limits. Take everything with a grain of salt. Remember, there's no perfect parenting. It just doesn't exist. And have fun. I do a lot of research about babies, baby gear, baby food, sleep, so on and so forth. That doesn't mean that I have all the answers. The crazy part about being a dad or parent is there's no single right way to do it because every child is so unique and so beautifully different. I hope these tips can give you at least some direction, but without a doubt, you're going to find things that work for you that just weren't on this list or find things that were on the list that just didn't apply to you. And that is great. Never read anything. Never Listen to your friends or family and assume that that's going to work. Try it and give it a whole heart a try. And if it doesn't, it's not because they gave you bad advice. It's because that your baby didn't fit that advice. And that means you get to learn and try something different. Whatever you do, though, remember to have some fun. Laugh it off. Take parenting seriously, but not yourself. Most of all, though, just enjoy that journey, Dad. Thank you for listening to my journey through fatherhood here on Dad's Cry 2. If you've got a question related to being a father or even just parenting in general that you'd like to have answered, head down to the show notes and click on the link to send me an email. I'd love nothing more than to be of support. Lastly, be sure to sign up for the newsletter that accompanies this show over at dadscry2.substack.com. You'll get parenting advice and support from a Montessori lens directly to your inbox, as well as weekly discussions to help you, the listener, get involved. Until next time, take care of yourself out there, parents.